Welcome back to Hard Facts with Sandra Ezekwisli. I'm Sandra Ezekwisli. This is Thursday and it's time for eyes and nays. This show is all about our legislative chambers. On eyes and nays, we talk about the laws being debated at the state and national assemblies. We look at how these chambers are performing their oversight duties on the executive. Usually, we're having this segment on Fridays at 5. It's a new segment. We launched it in January. And we typically stay on this segment uh, every Friday from 5 o'clock. However, uh, we have a regular programming that has returned to Friday now, Public Square. It's back on air Fridays from 4 to, to 6 p.m. now. And so we've moved eyes and knees to Thursdays at 5. Who had their way in the selection of National Assembly principal officers? Who had their way in the selection of NAS principal officers? After all the wheeling and dealing, both the Senate and the House of Reps have finalized their lists of principal officers to lead the 10th Assembly. Here is today's big hard fact. Actually, it's a big legislative fact. Apart from the Senate President, House Speaker and their deputies, each chamber of the National Assembly has majority and minority leaders and deputies, also majority and minority whips and deputies. So eight principal officers in each house. Ten, if you count the speaker and deputy or the Senate uh, president and deputy. And now we know who these people will be for the 10th Assembly. Today we'll talk about how they emerged. We'll talk about what they will do. And joining me once again is the Senior Program Executive at Order Paper, Temidayo Taiwo Siddiq. Temidayo, good to have you here on the show on a Thursday. <laughs> is this a bit odd for you, Temidayo? Temidayo, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Um, good evening, Lagos. Good evening. Yes, good evening. Uh, by the way, Lagos, Order Paper is Nigeria's foremost independent parliamentary Sandra. monitoring organization. Hello, Sandra. And policy think tank that bridges the gap between people and parliament and you can follow them on all social media platform at order paper order uh, order paper is spelled o-r-d-e-r-p-a-p-e-r order paper uh temi dial now of course before we begin lagos let me uh list out these principal officers right so we'll start at the senate where the senate leader is uh, michael bamidele a APC Ekiti Central. The deputy leader is Dave Omahi, APC Ebony South. The chief whip is Aline Dume, APC Boronu South. The deputy chief whip is Yisa Ashiru, APC Kwara South. So those are the principal officers on the majority side. On the minority side, we have the minority leader, Simon Mwagdong, PDP Plateau North. The deputy minority leader is Oyewumi Olalere, PDP Oshun West. The minority whip is Darlington Mokocha, LP, Abia Central. The deputy minority whip is Rufai Hanga, NMPP uh, Kano Central. 
That's the Senate. Mm? Now, for the House of Reps, the House leader is Julius Ihonwere, APC Edo. The deputy leader is Abdullahi Halings, APC Kogi. The chief whip is Bello Usman Kumo, APC Gombe. The deputy chief whip is Adeomi Oriomi Onanuga, APC Ogun. By the way, Onanuga is the only woman principal officer in either chamber. And those are the principal officers on the majority side in the House of Representatives. On the minority side, here's who we have. The minority leader is Kingsley Chinda, PDP Rivers. The deputy minority leader is Ali Madaki, NMPP Kano. The minority whip is Ali Isa, PDP Gombe. The deputy minority whip is George Ozodinobi, LP Anambra. Temidayo, a good place to start is to ask you what these principal officers do day to day because the biggest headache for my listener is that these people don't used to do anything. They just used to sit down there and collect fat checks. So <laughs> what do these principals do day to day? Why are they even needed to begin with? Uh, give us the overview and then we'll go into the specific positions eventually, but be as descriptive as possible. All right. Um, it's a pleasure to be back here. And uh, let me start by saying that the Senate is a very um, well-organized institution, just as the House of Representatives. Um, while we see them on TV and it appears that um, it's just a group of people who sit um, over a town hall to discuss issues and then the uh, presiding officer is the gavel, is beyond that. The Senate and the House of Reps, which together make Nigeria's National Assembly a very organized institution, is actually an arm of government, just like you have the judiciary and you have the um, executive at all levels of, of, of our, our national life. And so, um, flowing from that point, it means that for an institution to work, it needs to have um, officers who would um, carry out major functions, and then here you have, uh, here you are, you have um, 469 members all together, 109 in the Senate, three from each state, one from the FCT, and then for the House of Reps you have 360 members divided on evenly across these different states, dependent on land mass as well as population. Mm. Now, having established this, you cannot expect, as much as we have elected 360 people from across the Federation to come and um, represent our views, represent our policies, our pains, and our joys, perhaps, in the, in the, uh, at the federal level, 360 people cannot speak at the same time. 360 people cannot... Um, um, conduct the business of parliament at the same time. Same with the um, Senate, which is 109. So you need a leadership. Leadership um, of either of the chambers is divided into two. You have the presiding officers and you have the principal officers. The presiding officers speak to those who can preside over plenary. And they are the president of the Senate and the deputy president of the Senate. Mm -hmm. For the House of Reps, they are the speaker and the deputy speaker. And then you have the principal officers, which you reeled out um, for each of the chambers. And they are eight in number for each particular chamber. Altogether, we have 10 leaders, um, 10 members who are leaders in each of the chamber. And then when you put 10 and 10 together, you have 20 
members of the National Assembly who form the leadership of each assembly. Mm. Um, having established this, the next thing I would like to say is the fact that um, apart from the um, Senate president and the deputy, as well as the speaker and deputy speaker, who um, emerge from the floor of the House based on an election that is conducted by um, the clerk of the National Assembly, which is the non-political arm of the National Assembly. Um, they conduct the elections into the National Assembly um, uh, presiding for National Assembly presiding officers. Apart from those two people who we have called presiding officers, one point we need to know is that the other members of the leadership, leadership team for either of the chambers, they emerge along party lines. And so you have two broad caucuses. Caucuses like, um, let's just say association. Mm -hmm. um, that would be the best way to put it. So you have the majority party, which is the party, a single party with the highest number of seats. Mm -hmm. So 109 seats. In the Senate, for example, the APC has 59 seats. So the APC, by virtue of their numbers, um, form what is known as the majority caucus. Mm -hmm. In the same vein, you have six other parties who are in the minority. They have seats scattered here and there, but when we put all of those seats together, they are 50 in number. Mm -hmm. So they form what is the minority caucus. If you like, for the purpose of this conversation, we can say minority association, association of minority parties. Mm -hmm. But the parliamentary term is called caucus. And so, uh, having established this, it is necessary that each of these caucuses have leaders to push forward their own interests, to cater to the interests of their own members. So the majority caucus will have its own leaders, and then the minority caucus will have its own leaders. Majority caucus, uh, because they are the ones that are leading in parliament, usually they produce the speaker and deputy by convention. Um, what it means is that the leader of the majority caucus is known as the leader of the house, house leader, or in the case of the Senate, is known as the Senate leader. Mm. And then just because you would need... Uh, put into consideration the fact that this person may not be present all the time, you have a deputy leader of the Senate. And then, like I said, where you have 360 people in one um, room wanting to deliberate on an issue, these people, um, as they say, is reflects the, um, very, uh, the very diverse nature of Nigeria. People with different character, different background, experiences, you will need some form of discipline because the level of um, engagement that takes place is such that everybody is fighting for the interests of the people who have elected them. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes it can be rancorous, it can be chaotic, if you like, mm -hmm. independent on um, what the issue at hand is. And so you need some people to instill some form of discipline, mm -hmm. maintain um, that decorum in either of the chamber, which is why you have what is known as the chief whip. The chief whip does this majorly for members of the majority party, which mm -hmm. is the majority caucus. And then like the minority, sorry, like the uh, majority leader who is called the leader of the Senate or mm -hmm. House leader, he also 
he or she, as it were, mm -hmm. should have a deputy. And so what is applicable to the majority caucus is also applicable to the minority caucus. So you have a minority leader, deputy minority leader, minority whip, deputy minority whip for both chambers. Okay. Now, the Senate president is chosen by the majority party, usually from their ranks. Same thing as the House Speaker. So when we now have a majority leader in both chambers, isn't this redundant? Shouldn't the Speaker or Senate president also be the majority leader? Okay, um, it's important to state clearly that what the Nigerian Constitution says in Section 50 is that the members of the National Assembly shall elect amongst themselves. Mm. It doesn't specify whether it's the majority or not. But there are nuances mm. that makes it almost impossible for minority parties to produce the leadership. One of those nuances is that the order of the Senate or the House says that the President of the Senate and the deputy president of the Senate, as well as the speaker and deputy speaker, will emerge by simple majority. Mm -hmm. So the common sense is that once you have a case where a party has a particular, uh, a high num the highest number of seats, it means that on their own, they can produce the, major the um, president of the Senate, the presiding officers, mm -hmm. depending on the chamber you are talking about. Mm -hmm. But let's a quick example if you have a case where in the senate you have the apc with 59 seats and the um, minority parties with 50 seats let's do the maths if all the apc members vote for um their own member to be the president of the senate and the minority members vote what you have is that the um, majority party will definitely produce the leadership now let's flip this to the house in the house for example the um minority parties have 182 members of course one died um before they were inaugurated so you have 181 yes all together while the um apc has about um 176 i'm not so sure um, you can help do the difference mm -hmm. but of course one of them have resigned now which uh who is now the um, chief of staff to the president. Yeah. So in that case, it was a different ball game because the Constitution does not say that the speaker must em uh, emerge from within the ranks of the majority. Right. So what it now meant was that you needed to do a lot of lobbying, a lot of um, Australian, and what then happened is that the minority parties decided to see the, um, that um, obligation to produce the leadership, that's the pres presiding officers, to the APC. Now, to answer directly the question about isn't that some form of duplicity? It's not duplicity because in the recess of it, like we don't practice our parliamentary business in isolation. Mm -hmm. Parliamentary business is something that we copied from advanced democracies. Mm -hmm. In fact, we can trace as far back as Greek city states, um, where you had people coming to take decision on behalf of the uh, entire people and then Roman um, Empire and all of that. We can go far into history. But the point is that the idea is that the uh, president of the Senate and the deputy president of the Senate are supposed to be bipartisan. They, when they sit on the chair that is meant for the leadership, they do not put on the toga of 
APC or another party. Mm. What they put on is the toga of, I am here to lead this institution. Although the conduct of these persons, depending on who is occupying the office, uh, varies or differ from person to person mm -hmm. and from assembly to assembly, dependent mm -hmm. on circumstances in which they've emerged, one, mm -hmm. as well as the politics of the executive legislative relationship, that determines a whole lot. So when you look at it from the ideal nature of how it ought to be, then it means that you have the president and deputy president of the Senate, speaker and deputy speaker, who are supposed to be bipartisan in approach, in judgment, in decisions, in their dealings and everything. So you still need a majority leader. If you if you are probably offended, Sandra, by uh, <laughs> a majority leader, mm -hmm. uh, maybe safer, uh, and then a majority leader for the Senate, majority leader for the House to still conduct the affairs <laughs> of the majority caucus. Um, you know, in the American system, the leader of the majority party is the majority leader and the Senate president is actually the vice uh, president, president who only shows up for setting things. So they made their own Senate president ceremonial and a tie-breaking vote while the Senate majority leader is the one who actually controls the chamber. I have to take a very short break to bring an announcement to Lagos, but something for you to think about Tamidayo, uh, 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 isn't this a more economical way of handling things? Just think about it while I um, inform Lagos about this. Okay, have you heard about Ikeja Mega Business Summit? Ikeja Mega Business Summit is a business development and mentorship forum with a vision to help Nigerians, to help Nigerians discover how to increase their net worth through working smart, even at this period that a lot is happening in the economy of our nation. With this project, we will train, mentor you on how to build a successful business. One source of income as a salary earner is no longer sustainable. This is what the event is all about, to open your eyes to new opportunities. To be part of this, text YES to 0807 Sorry, I'll take that again. 0807-267-7744. Again, 0807-267-7744. 0807-267-7744. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, we have another information to share, but we'll share that in about three minutes. Hopefully that's enough time for Temi Dayo to talk to me about the economy. Isn't this a more economical way of handling things, the American way? Okay. Um, it's important to also say that a lot of things that we practice has, a, has uh, its roots from uh, our historical um, development, our, his our history, yes. as well as our culture as a people. Yes. Sandra, let me shock you. Recently, I was even wondering when I when I saw um, Senate President during the plenary um, yesterday. Mm -hmm. I saw that the president of the Senate sits is very high, mm -hmm. and then the other members are um, sort of below. You understand? Mm -hmm. And when you look at the British Parliament, for example, you wouldn't even know is the uh, Prime Minister or not, except maybe is is mentioned and is very uh, modest, Mister Prime Minister or something, and then. You see, they are all seated like they are seated around the Together, table. Together, right? Why these things don't really look to somebody? We say, ah, which is safe. 
it didn't look like a big deal to you. But that gap, that gap really reflects a lot. And it comes from our cultural way of our approach to things, which is the um, big manism, which is the, um, if you like, we can also use the uh, monarchical approach to issues. <laughs> so, yes. And so that is why I, I bet that Nigeria is perhaps one of the um, few parliaments among biggest democracies where you have this level of um, two very active um, chambers, like you you rightly mentioned, mm-hmm. the U.S. and then the uh, even the, in, in Britain where you have the House of Lords and House of Commons, you usually would have one being more powerful, or one being uh, why the other largely holding some form of ceremonial powers. Right. I believe and I agree with you that it does save a lot of um, funds. In right. fact. Maybe the Senate is supposed to even have uh, part-time um, lawmakers in the first place because what you have there is equality. And I have my own ideas, personal ideas about what really we should do with our Senate. I feel like we shouldn't spend time electing people, spending money on elections. You should probably have uh, people nominated from different segments of society, not only party basis. Then the House of Reps has that real representation because not everything will be able to be dispensed by one um, chamber of parliament. We do we do need the bicameral thing, but it can be reduced. And then you have a part-time arrangement mm. where these people don't sit every time. Perhaps maybe to confirm um, appointments of very, very important issues mm. that you don't want to hold the um, House of Representatives mm. with. Mm. So, I mean, these are my own personal ideas as a student of political science mm-hmm. and history. But... But we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. I really need Lagos to uh, figure out how they can win this money. Welcome back to your number one talk, news and sports station. This is Nigeria Info. This is Isa Nays on Hard Facts and I am Sandra Ezekwesili who had their way in the selection of NAS principal officers. I'm having a conversation with our usual guest on Isa Nays. So we moved Isa Nays from Fridays to Thursdays because Public Square is back. And uh, we have uh, Tamidaya Taiwasi Dick here uh, talking to us about how exactly the national leaders emerged. Order Paper is Nigeria's foremost independent parliamentary monitoring organization and policy think tank that bridges the gap between the people and the parliament. And that's why they are our partner on this segment on Hard Facts. And before the break, I was talking to uh, Temindaya about the American system where the leader of the majority party is the majority leader. And the Senate president is actually the vice president who only shows up for selling things. So what they did in America or in the American system is make their Senate president ceremonial, uh, give him a tie-breaking vote, really, or her a tie-breaking vote. And then the Senate majority leader is the one who actually controls the chamber. And Chemidai, before the break, was sharing his thoughts about whether this was not a more um, economical uh, way of handling things. Chemidai, we had to take that break while you were speaking but if you can uh, go on and finish your thoughts, then we'll move on to what a chief whip does. So, um, thank you. Uh, I was just analyzing um, the historical background to our system of government. Sometimes you realize, um, or perhaps let me say this for the benefit of Lagosians who don't know, that between 1960 and 1966, mm. Nigeria did run uh, on a parliamentary uh, 
model, was, which is the British uh, styled parliamentary system of government. And then after um, the coup took place in 66, and then we moved on to um, 1979 when uh, power came back um, to the civilian model, we decided to adopt the um, American style presidential system. When I'm saying that, apart from the parliament, which we are even talking about, if you would permit that we we'll go a bit into even our executive, if we're passing the presidential system of government, at most times it will seem like everything revolves around the um, revolves around the the president, who mm. is very powerful. In fact, people will tell you that Nigerian president is one of the most powerful in, in the, the world. world yes. Not necessarily by um, might, as it were, because of the kind of powers that are arrogated to him in the mm-hmm, constitution. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you don't even need to think far. Look at um, our current president. Since he assumed office, you are seeing... People you wouldn't even imagine going to the villa to say, I just came to congratulate him. What happens to your WhatsApp? What happens to your Zoom? What happens to <laughs> all that? So that's, you're talking about pets. Mm. You're talking about favor. Mm. So the president is that powerful. And this comes from the um, KBST mindset, which is uh, why you still see a lot of people, I, I say it all the time, people call the president and say, father of the nation. There's no father of the nation in a democracy. And all of this reflects to our cultural approach to governance. So for parliament, you find a case where people see, uh, the people who are the framers of our constitution uh, decided to make it in such a way that the president of the Senate and the deputy president of the Senate, as well as the institution of the Senate, have that much functions, which is almost like a duplication of what the House of Reps does. The major difference, however, is that the House of Reps do not approve appointments um, that uh, that are sent in by the executive. That's one major difference. The ministers who will be appointed, um, NDDC and all other parasitos of government, they are screened and confirmed by the Senate. As it relates to lawmaking, as it relates to motions, mm-hmm. as it relates to petitions, there is nothing you do in the Senate that you can't do in the House of Reps. And to worsen it, uh, you cannot pass a law in the House of Reps, for example, or in the Senate, as powerful as it were, uh, without it getting concurrence from the other chamber. It will not become a law in Nigeria. So you mm-hmm. see that um, what you are speaking to, which is the in the in the spirit of cutting the cost of governance, shouldn't we be looking at this? If not now, at least in the nearest future. And I totally agree with that. Mm. Okay. Lagos, of course, join the conversation. 0700-993-993-993-01465-7190. Temidaya, tell me, what does a chief whip do? All right. Um, the chief whip, like I'm loosely mentioned when we we're speaking earlier um it doesn't really differ from house to house uh but the major function of the chief whip is to kind of maintain decorum in uh during parliamentary business mm-hmm. i need to say that while i mentioned earlier that the parliament's an institution on its own mm-hmm. and i mentioned that it goes beyond sitting in plenary for example the senate and house of reps sit Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. What happens on Monday and Friday? Committee sittings, sometimes oversight visits to executive parasitors and all of that. So when you have that sitting going on, it's called the plenary session where they sit to deliberate on bills, motions, or talk about petitions or committee reports. Mm. 
we need somebody from either side, whether majority or minority caucus, we need them to um, maintain decorum in the parliament. I'll just quickly, uh, for the sake of um, the questions, read um, the House rule, the House rule book. This is a um, uh, other. Okay, I'll just go ahead. Uh, the House rule book says, whip of the house the whip of the house shall be a member nominated from among members of the majority party his function shall be to in conjunction with other officers ensure the attendance of members order decorum and discipline in the house hmm. so this is what i made mention of and then the second one is organize members of his party in debates and divisions and persuade them on voting one way or the other chicken now sandra hmm. those hmm. are Functions. That's the two functions. In this day and age, Sha, do whips, <laughs> Tabitha is laughing, do whips still have the power uh, to discipline members to get them to vote correctly? How do they do it if they still do? If they don't, why are we keeping the role? Um, Sandra, you cannot discuss that point you have raised without talking about party supremacy. Mm-hmm. One of the days where party supremacy was a thing in our democracy, that was at, at best in the Second Republic. Mm. First Republic and then Second Republic. And then that was also the era of identity politics. Mm-hmm. If you want to take it a bit outside the syllabus, which mm-hmm. is people revolve around one person, they see him as inspirational, his leadership is worth following. He has an ideology. So you mentioned names like Unambi Azikwe. I will know one another. But now it's a different case entirely. Mm. Uh, you have a case where strange bedfellows, or if you like, people with different um, varied interests come together, let us snatch power from those in, in government, mm. or let us maintain the status quo. And then you bring A, B, you bring Sandra from uh, Anambra or anywhere, you bring this person from this other part, and they will come together. And then you want to take so in that case, what matters is whose interest at the time, as, as far as the APC is concerned now, mm-hmm. the alpha and uh omega of the party affairs is the president. When it was Buari that was there, it's the same thing, mm. and that is because of the fact that the party does not hold a major ace. I mean, you heard the national chairman Sandra say. Mm-hmm. Uh, the principal officers who emerged was a mere rumor. And then by this morning, you can see what the papers are saying. It's a family affair. It has been resolved. <laughs> that is the national chairman of a party. Yeah. The national chairman of a party is as powerful as the president if you are looking at him in the recess of it. So if you are wondering why a deputy will perhaps may not be able to ensure people vote along a particular line, mm-hmm. um, there your answer is party supremacy. <laughs> okay. I'm glad you've gone there. Let's now talk about the emergence of these principal officers. Um, perhaps the biggest shocker is Aminu Tambuwao not emerging as deputy minority leader because he was lobbying hard for the role. And he looked, and like, he, he looked like he would get it. It, you know, as a a former speaker of the other chamber and a former governor, you know, but um, he didn't get it. And that seems to be because Nisum Wiki opposed him. Uh, Wiki and Tambo Lagos were, of course, very close um, allies. 
well, they fell out during the PDP presidential primaries when uh, Tambuwal stepped down for Atiku instead of step, uh, stepping down for Wike. So Wike has been working against his emergence as Senate uh, minority leader um, and supported uh, Mwandok, uh, Mwak Kong instead. And Mwak Kong won. Does this mean that Mwike is still a force in the PDP, even though he has one foot, allegedly, in the APC? I really don't know um, the angle I want to answer this question from, but I kind of, um, I differ slightly. Okay. I don't see Khan as a wicked person. Okay. For me, what I think happened in that case was uh, the lesser... Um, Okay, let me not use the word lesser. I mean, the members of the Senate uh, minority caucus decided to go for something that is neutral, um, largely neutral. Let me use the word largely neutral. Mm. Um, there's the article tendency, there's the wicked tendency. Mm. Um, eight members who had alleged that the APC were trying to force a one party dictatorship in the country mm. through the um, Senate minority leadership that they were trying to impose none of them appear to be in this new Senate minority leadership. So you can't say that the article faction or attendance, because they're not factionalized, prevailed. Mm-hmm. And so for Wiki, um, Watcon is largely someone who is um, neither here nor there. So if you say Wiki perhaps had his way, he was in the House of Reps and not in the Senate. Mm-hmm. Because I think that, uh, and of course I stand to be corrected, what really happened in the Senate was that these people were like, okay, between um, Tambua and who actually Wiki wanted, let's stay in the middle so we are able to do this. And I think that's what um, happened in the case of the Senate. And then for the House, um, definitely um, Representative uh, Kingsley Chinda is from Rivers, and not just from Rivers, is from Obiapo um, local government, which is um, from our government, which is local yes. government. And then um, I also take a slightly different position to say that it wasn't really, yeah, in the face of it, it's wicked that won mm-hmm. uh, for that house. But when you look at the the, the uh, build up to the House of Representatives presiding official election, Sandra, mm-hmm. you and I talked out on this show a couple of times about um, the possibility of the minority producing um, uh, the leadership of the house. Of the house and we yes. saw that. It didn't, that possibility continued to win by the day. And then you had tough guys coming from the uh, majority party. And what happened on the day of inauguration? 353 members of the House across party lines voted for Tadjudina Bass. And then the Deputy Speaker Ben Kalu emerged unopposed. That was a clear indication that you were going to have a case of. Um, very faint line between uh, what the majority and minority um, would do in the parliament. And I and I said on radio, I mean, two days ago, I said, or, or yesterday, that for me, uh, I still look forward with, with some form of hope, but largely with cynicism that we really have any major opposition in the in the House of Representatives. Mm. It's largely going to be in the Senate that you should look forward to that because in the House of Representatives, they already, they already started this party party arrangement mm. called joint, joint task mm-hmm. from the beginning. And you could see where the handwriting was leading to. And it was the fact that you are not going to have somebody who is very rugged and very... Uh, very tough mm-hmm. emerged as a minority leader that will come and oppose Abbas. No, I, I, I didn't think that was going to happen. Mm. Uh, but 
flip side of it is that congratulations to Honorable Chinda because what he has done now, as it were, uh, was what was done to him in 2019, where um, he was the choice of the PDP. It was mm -hmm. the choice of the party. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, with Wiki's influence, who had a very um, larger than life influence, as had then in the PDP, mm -hmm. um, insisted that uh, Menchinda and, of course, some of his people would be uh, the minority leader the, uh, of, of the House. But you had um, um, Tony Enumelu, um, Tony yes. Uh, is it Tony Enumelu? Sorry. Um, Undudi Enumelu. Undudi Enumelu, yes. Yes, Undudi mm -hmm. yes. Um Actually, work with the leadership of the house, that's as Femid Bajabi Amila, mm -hmm. and he emerged. <laughs> so, um, you now have a case where Chinda that um, was favored didn't emerge. He was surprised mm -hmm. when Bajabi Amila read on the floor of, of, of the parliament um, the names of minority, and he, he didn't know about it. So I said um, yesterday on a separate forum that uh, for principal offices in Nigeria, you cannot really hit um, your chest to say that you will emerge until your name is read on the floor <laughs> of, of the house. Oh, uh, you are not you are not a principal officer. All right. Thank you very much, Temidara Tayo Siddiq, for joining us as usual. He'll be back next week, Thursday, and we'll talk about the agenda for the 10th Assembly now that they have resumed. Temidayo, always a pleasure to have you on Hard Facts. Thank you. Thank you very much. Lagos, we'll take a break and then we'll bring you the news at six. After the news at six, it will be time for the step down on the step down today. Let's talk about the power of the tongue. A conversation we started on Tuesday where a woman said to her sister-in-law, you're doing baby shower. You don't know whether you'll make it out alive. Sister-in-law dies while trying to give birth. Family members are accusing her now of being responsible for the death of their sister. Again, I'm Sandra Ezekwesli-Lagos. Don't go away.